This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders. You're accepting of whatever comes your way. You're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. So last week we were talking about expectations and within that I mentioned this thing called cognitive flexibility and for me it really works hand in hand with these expectations you know that should I this should be happening I should be doing this I must do that kind of thing and I really like this the whole premise of cognitive flexibility and I've been trying to work with it and I can see how it can work and then other times I'm sort of like oh it's not working for me so there's that kind of thing going on but basically cognitive flexibility is having more flexibility with how we think about things having a flexible attitude to stuff So when things don't go your way, rather than, you know, being uncompromising, rather than being rigid with stuff, you're able to just go with the flow, I suppose, is a word you could use. And obviously you hear that sometimes. Go with the flow would be a really good way of summing up cognitive flexibility. Now, because they don't they're not demanding because they're not going right this has to happen sometimes that can be seen as maybe weak people who've got this sort of like oh let's just go with the flow can sometimes be viewed as apathetic but they're not they're really strong characters because it actually means that they're um you know they've got the ability to just bend with whatever is happening at that time So, and they work towards things that they care about, but they're also willing to accept that some things are beyond their control. And that's the key. Knowing when things are beyond your control, because much of the distress that we cause ourselves is because we have inflexibility with our thinking and are rigid about the experiences and what that should be within our lives. And this really resonated for me. And something that I always remember my dad saying to me when I was younger was about being like a tree. And in the wind, a tree will bend with the wind because otherwise what happens is the wind will knock it over. So actually having some flexibility and letting that tree and the branches 
just go with the wind and bend slightly means that its roots stay strong and it remains whole. And the whole thing with like with trees, with us at 3B, you know, very often works really well. And I don't think I've ever had cognitive flexibility. I don't really think I've ever had that. I think there is this expectation, which is how it links with that, of what things should look like and what things should be. And if I have that, that would equal that. And I very often go with that, um, whatever that might be mm-hmm. kind of thing. But yeah, this plus this equals this. And then you get to it and it doesn't. It really doesn't equal that. And it sort of knocks you for six. But I've been trying this cognitive flexibility more and it links with the shoulds and the must. And if we do that, then we're, we are being more demanding. We're not having cognitive flexibility. And I think it's a really useful concept to try and grasp. And I've been working with a couple of groups on it just in this last sort of month um, as I've been working with it. And it's been really useful for looking at things. And I'm wondering sort of what this sums up really for you. So obviously a lot of information there, but Sue, what does that, what does it sum up for you? Because I know it's sort of like, it's a new thing that I've I've sort of been talking to you about. Yeah, I love it. But you know me, I love, I love a concept. Yeah. I love a kind of a theory. I love a great theory. I love something I can get my teeth into kind of intellectually, if you like, not, not saying for a moment. (laughs) There's an intellectual thought going on here. It's just, you know, like, it's sort of like an idea that always gives me something to work with. I think something that you and I talk about a lot is, like, how we adapt that into in a practical sense, uh, you know, and kind of what tools can we draw on, what stuff do we have at our disposal to actually bring that to life. That's the work, isn't it? Yeah. So that's that's kind of like where the practice takes place. But so much of what you've said kind of rings true. And I can recognize it in people that I know. And this idea of going with the flow. And I loved how you talked about them being able to bend. But, you know, and, and the tree analogy works really, really well for me. So, so what it's got me thinking is, OK, well, what's if someone has cognitive flexibility, maybe they're not even aware of it. Maybe it's just mm-hmm. part of their makeup as a person. What is it? What is it about that? What is it that they're practicing? What is it that they're that they're actually putting into life, you know, mm-hmm. from this this kind of idea? Um, you know what is it and and the tree thing really works for me because it's making me you mentioned about the tree's roots so I'm thinking in order for it to be able to bend in order for it to be able to kind of like move in the wind its roots have to be strong don't they yeah they have to feel kind of grounded and connected and secure I mean these are my words I don't know they might not be words that everybody kind of associate with but there's something in there about so what there's you know the growth stability it's making me think about time and I think often in these moments to use the word expectation again from last time 
one of the reasons why maybe we can apply the theory and then we think, oh, it's not really working this. I mustn't be flexible enough. Yeah. I'm not that kind of person. I think it's because we've not given ourselves enough time to practice it and for those roots to kind of, you know, kind of grow and, and, and all that, that kind of stuff. It's, and I think that's, we forget that sometimes. So I think in trying to be more flexible, we're maybe placing another expectation on ourselves potentially it's kind of all tied up together like a bit of a a weird chicken and egg I also think with the the I'm thinking about a nature analogy it's like nature is nature adapts nature is flexible in Mm. itself you know you know we have we've got kind of like it's spring kind of emerging now isn't it at this time we're recording this and just starting to notice you know I live across the road from a park and all these trees that have just been completely bare you know and you'd look at them and you just think well they're dead they're gone they're finished mm. that's it they're spent but they're not because they're coming back to life and they've got that that flexibility they've got that adaptability as the seasons come new buds will grow they'll replenish you know so they've been standing strong all through the winter and they're just kind of ready to rise again. You know, they're ready to do their thing. And I think we have that capacity as human beings. It's just we forget it. Or, you know, we, we, or maybe we were never really connected. Maybe we were never really in touch with that side of ourselves. And it's there. It's there for us. I think it's just we have to, we have to find it. We have to find things that work for us and we have to practice them and we have to do them every day. And that's hard. <laughs> Because sometimes we just want it to be easy. We want like an easy fix. Um, but that's the flexibility, isn't it? The the remembering, the reassuring ourselves, the going back to what we know, the going with the flow of the moment, of the day, of the week, of the month, of the season. Um, kind of surrendering yourself to it all a little bit. Um, I don't know. I've gone off on a bit of a hippie tangent, I think. Well, you know, your son does say you're hippie. (laughs) So, you know, but I actually really liked that. You've sparked some stuff in me. Um, I'm going to come back to the tree and the roots bit Mm. because I think that's really key. With stuff that's going on for me at the minute and and other people might, you know... um, listen to that and go oh yeah I can see a correlation with themselves but this thing where you were saying about you know the park and spring and things coming back to life and I don't know why but it took me to Chernobyl (laughs) god knows what okay but yeah that's where my head's like and where that takes me but it's like with Chernobyl and obviously the impact that that had and yet you if you look at the documentaries now about it nature's taking it back nature's there and actually making it better because it's bringing oxygen to it you know with the plants and all that kind of thing and it it was devastated and yet maybe it was lying dormant and suddenly things start to grow 
and there's different things that come in from that. And we see that in humanity. We see terrible things that have happened to people. And yet they find strength and can adapt and grow from it. And I genuinely think that we all have that within us to some extent. And I do think that some people are more inclined. Well, I think it was Albert Einstein who um, observed that some people are more inclined to irrational, self-defeating kinds of ways of thinking. Um, and I genuinely think that that is true as well. But I also think that within us, there is a strength we need to find. But it's there. And it also, it depends on what triggers that within us. And that links me to this, the roots thing, because what you were saying there is, re for me, was really key. If you've got roots, you're able to bend more. And maybe that's what it is. So maybe within, within us, we find that strength when we find our foundations secure. So, and we all find that in different ways because of our values. So we all find different things that, that make us feel that bit more secure. And I'm just thinking of people that I know and it's sort of like the world's been rocked at the minute. So maybe that's why they're more inflexible than they could be. And again, it's not about beating themselves up over it because what it's about is understanding that maybe their foundations have been rocked. So they need to build their foundations again before they can start being more flexible. And then that is going to take time to do. And the reason I was linking it to me was because there's a lot of change going on in my life at the minute. I'm moving and moving on to a new chapter in my life. And I don't feel secure. And that's a big thing for me. It's a big value within me, this feeling of security. And I don't have that. And yet I know I've got flexibility in my thinking because I've been there, done that. I know I have that. I have that capacity. And yet I'm feeling like I don't at the minute. And that I think that's why this cognitive flexibility really resounded so much within me is because I don't feel like I have it. And yet actually that's because my foundations have rocked at the minute. So I don't have my roots bedded, embedded. They're not secure. So I'm not able to bend as much because I'm feeling uprooted. Wow. But that's just from what you were saying then. It really, really, really got to me. I, I was like, it's sort of a light bulb's gone on for me there. I, th I think there's, there's definitely a learning, isn't there, in coming back to nature and looking at what's around us, what's in front of us. Like we talk a lot about digging in and going internally, and that's important. Mm. Um, but actually, take, where are we taking our inspiration from? Where are we taking our ideas from? What can we be reminded of? That can come from the most unlikely sources. And, you know, what you've revealed there 
is really telling, isn't it? So, you know, in a coaching scenario, the question would be, you know, so what needs to happen in order for you to feel more of that security, for your foundations to feel stronger, to feel more connected? Because maybe they can't in the way that you would like, ideally. You know, so what, what do you have? The capacity to do because like you say intellectually you understand mm. this and in another scenario you will be applying that in practice mm. and this goes for any of us doesn't it you know when when we're feeling you know you talk about feeling rocked or shook shook to your foundations or you know you're unsettled or you know whatever that kind of metaphor sort of works for you I think something you said before about people who have cognitive flexibility or if we're applying cognitive flexibility, we've got that willingness to accept that some things are beyond our control. And I think for some people that will be really easy. And for others, that will be a battle that they'll have to kind of sort of fight every day and work on every day. Um, And I think, but it's the, the word for me, the key word is the willingness. Are we willing? And I think sometimes in our behaviours, even when they're not serving us, there's a familiarity, isn't there? There's a familiarity in, you know, I'm doing this, even though I know it's not good for me, or I'm I'm having this thought, even though I don't want it, Mm. you know, but there's a familiarity there that it's kind of like, well, I know how this plays out. So unconsciously, your neurons are kind of doing the pattern, they're kind of going for, oh, no, I know this. I know this road. I've been down this road. It's a bit like the un- driving unconsciously, isn't it? You know, you, yeah. your unconscious competence has taken over and we're going down here because we, we don't want it, but we know it. Like it's that. less scary, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's less it's- scary going down the road that we know, even though it's not serving us. Yeah. We know it. Whereas actually, yeah, getting onto a different road, mm-hmm. uh, it's more scary. And I think it's it's all about this willingness. So for me, I don't know if this is something that I kind of is, is, is coming to life for me as we're talking about it. Is like is a question that we can ask ourselves. You know, kind of like how willing am I to apply some flexibility here? How willing am I to sort of accept what's really going on here, or is there a fight going on within myself about mm. this situation? Is there a fight that needs to be settled? that needs to be resolved before I can, you know, sort of take that next step. Because really, that's all that matters in any situation, isn't it? In any scenario, all that matters is what you do next. It doesn't matter what's happened before. It doesn't matter, you know, kind of what the thoughts have been or what. It's just all that really matters in the moment is what we do next. And there's got to be something about equipping ourselves in a in such a way that we know what it is that we need to reach for we know what it is that we need to remind ourselves of we know you know and, and maybe it's not going to happen instantly but with some time and with some practice and with some kindness and with some willingness open mind open heart all of that space (laughs) um and not saying it's going to be easy at all um I think for a lot of people this is where the work is including myself including you (laughs) 
yeah. in, in you know in certain situations um but this is all how it helps this is why we have to practice because I think this sorry I'm jumping around a lot but what it's making me think about is you know we talk about meditation we talk about taking a walk we talk about mindfulness talk about all these things like there's some weird abstract thing that are other than and they're not they're actually this is why we have to build them in every day because we do them when we do them when we don't need them except we don't do that do we we sort of go to them when we feel oh I really need to really need to do some self-care I really need to do some meditation I really need to kind of it's like we wait until yeah. we're at that point before we do it but we're all about the preventative stuff aren't we this is our whole philosophy so I think we, we all have to be reminded of okay well what where can I go back to what am I what do I need to do to reground how willing am I to make a change here and that's where, for me, that's where the flexibility comes. I don't know if any of that actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does. So it's sort of like stop waiting till you've got nothing left to give, till your cup is empty before filling up. Actually keep topping up, even when it's full, even if it flows over. Because actually if it flows over, it's just... It'll fill other cups. It'll still be there for us to come when we need it, come and get it when we need it. It helps us. And actually, if we continue to top up our cup, that'll support us with our foundations. That'll support us with our roots. It will support us to bend and adapt and be more flexible. But we need to start something before we can get to that point. And that's the scary part. And instead of sticking to the road well-traveled, sometimes we need to feel a bit uncomfortable and go on that new path and tread the way, tread that path in, make it new, make it fit for you. And that's how we'll start to build that cognitive flexibility for ourselves that will support us. Mm. 